Welcome to the Manor. Welcome back to the Twin Terrors, Macabre Manor of Mead, Middle Mayhem. I'm I'm not I'm James. Yes, you are, and I'm Jody. And I'm going this, to finish this off order. this last little thing of mead and pour more. Yes, you should do that. Ah, uh, part one. And you, you missed where I said you were, Jody, didn't you? <laughs> yes. I didn't care. I was drinking mead. <laughs> Does that mean he changed his name Part or did he's dead? Oh. Does it matter? <laughs> not with me. <laughs> so mead part two, eh? Yes. I just poured more mead. 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 <laughs> it was this or Malort. Eh, you got the mead going. Yeah. No point in mixing that up. No. Oh, I meant, I meant just for the whole night. It was going to be one or the other. <laughs> oh, gotcha. All right. Yeah. yeah. But I've, I've still got that uh, Redstone meadery to drink, too. Oh, so. nice. Yeah. Finished all my non-Ravenwood meads. Ah. Uh, you know, it's all yeah. good. I will be stopping by there tomorrow, so I will let them know <laughs> how enthusiastically you enjoyed <laughs> the, the uh, earth. <laughs> Cool. Uh, yeah, they and if they want to listen to it, that one will be coming out in a week and a half. Okay, I will let them know. Speaking of, I don't know. I, I'm trying to figure out a way to segue into this, but I don't have anything good. <laughs> well, what are you drinking? I am still drinking my Rights of Ram from Three Floyds, the five percent. I'm just going to go with American Session Ale because we we all know that's different than the English Session Ale. Yes, and then then I don't have to win John quite so much. But you know, I've been thinking about it. And this uh -huh. probably be better for a drinking episode, but I'll, I'll, I'll give the first thought and then we'll move on. Okay. Think of myself, self, besides not whinging, because that hurts your telomeres, you, there's the, okay. the English session ale was a session ale because during the war, the workers would go in during their breaks or lunches or be, well, between shifts really to a pub and be able to have one or two or three beers, you know, and still <laughs> go back to work then on the munitions and stuff to yeah. get back to Nazis. Yes. You don't want to do that when you're, really tanked right right so a three percent beer is perfect for that mm -hmm. uh, well we don't really have that type of thing now and in america you know we, we always have to have huge strong drinks so yeah. you know when people say who oh, i could session that meaning they could sit there and drink it all night well in america maybe that is the session you know we yeah. don't we start drinking at five in the evening we can drink until we fall asleep so mm -hmm. you know whatever still wrong but i'm just gonna get over it that way <laughs> <laughs> so cryptids yay hey i found a seg okay. three floyds is from indiana yeah and so are the cryptids we're going to talk about oh that's good that, that, that works for me yeah there you go see yeah I was, I was trying to make something with the the ram looking minotaur fighter dude on the label <laughs> but well that could work too depending on what you got <laughs> but i'm good yeah so uh, finally coming back to do some more cryptid episodes. Yeah. And I, I thought, well, you know, I, I, I did some research on Indiana-specific cryptids. I found a lot. So this will probably be more than one episode because I don't want to keep going on for two hours on this one thing. Yeah. But we'll see. <laughs> let's, let's, oh, yeah, let's not do two hours. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, no. Yeah, so, and of course, you know, if we do more than one episode, Jody may come up with some Alabama cryptids. Oh, I could. Yeah, I could. Oh, now I have research to do. Thank you. Hey, hey, I'm there for you. <laughs> <laughs> or I could think of it this way. Damn it. You just gave me homework. 
All of a sudden, I was picturing Bugs Bunny doing that. <laughs> Go do your homework, Nimrod. <laughs> what a maroon. Look <laughs> at that left turn it out, Albuquerque. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Indiana Cryptids. We killed the poor little bunny, brother. <laughs> Okay, sorry, I had to get that out. Yeah. <laughs> Hocus Cadabra. <laughs> that is one of the best. Uh, those two are probably my top favorites. Oh, yeah. All right. All right, so I have 11. We'll see what we get through and just go from there. <laughs> These Indiana cryptids go to 11. <laughs> but but isn't, isn't 10 the highest? Ghost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> anyway, first one, yay! Indiana mud mermaids. Wait, what? Yeah, mermaids. I know we don't actually abut the sea, but we do have, we do have water. Well, merfolk would. I mean, they could be freshwater. It doesn't have to be sea salt water. Right, they're freshwater yeah. mermaids. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, they'll talk of some. Hideous looking, maybe half human, half fish cryptids. And in 1894, two Ohio newspapers reported the sightings of the creature on the Ohio River near Vive, Indiana. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, these mud mermaids had taken up residence in a sandbar near the river. And according to the Cincinnati Inquirer, the creatures were purported to be about five feet in length with the yellowish color and the extremities resembling hands are webbed and furnished with sharp claws. Do not have hair, but they have ears that are quite noticeable because they're sharp, pointed, and stand up like those of a dog. Creepy. <laughs> and another description of him says the beast is about five feet in length. Its general color is yellowish. The body between four legs resembles that of a human being. Back of the hind legs tapers to a point. The extremities resemble hands or webbed, sharp claws. And then, then it says the same thing of no hair and sharp point thing. So it looks like they just bumped up the little description in another newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, evidently there's a two of them. The, the sightings that started four years earlier before these newspaper clippings. Uh, mm -hmm. And then a kind of craze started, then dropped again with that first report being in September and the last just uh, two months later, November. Nothing since then. What year was that? 1894. 1894. Hmm. I wonder if there were other weird sightings anywhere in 1894. Uh, that sounds like some research for one of us to do. Not me. I've already got my homework. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I should have said not it sooner. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on then, bastard. Okay. Apparently, Indiana has a Loch Ness monster all of its own. Really? Yes. There Looks are, like. uh, I'm getting there. Oh, oh okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just really feeling the mead and. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. No, no, it's... <laughs> so, reports date as far back as the traditions of the Native Americans that inhabit the lands near Rochester, Indiana, and an August 1838 article in the Logansport Telegraph describes a monster known to the Potawatomi as the, known to the Potawatomi as the. Michigan in Lake Manitow. So there, there's your lake, Lake Manitow. 
Okay. Look, uh, <laughs> you you look it up and see where it is. I I kind of forget. I actually thought I knew where Logansport was, and I blanked. And I was isn't Logan's Logansport's north, right? I think so. Estimated to be sixty feet long, with the noggin shaped like a cow's head, about three feet across, and it's a dingy color with bright yellow spots. There's apparently a well-known tradition of the Native Americans respecting the monster in Devil's Lake. You just said it was another lake. Well, that's they called it Devil's Lake, but it's Lake Manitow. Devil's Lake is a, ah. a nickname. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Lake Manitow is just a man-made reservoir near Rochester, Indiana. It was created in 1828, which does make it seem odd that Native Americans would have had a, a, a thing about it back in their day because yeah <laughs> but it is part of the treaty between the u.s government and the potawatomi potawatomi tribe and the okay. tribe did call it lake manitow or devil's lake because they believed the monster lived in it so it, it is goes does go back to native americans but not not like pre-united states native americans okay it's north of peru which is north of kokomo which is north of indianapolis all right. And that's a pretty big lake. I mean, it's, uh, I'm looking at the map here and it takes up a good chunk of Rochester. Yeah, so it could be a 60 foot monster in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty big chunk there. Uh, there have been a few different reports. Uh, you know, people go fishing and come out all wet because a great big monster came out of the water and tipped the boats over or splashed them, chased them. And people typically think the person was just drunk. But then more fishermen would start seeing it. And there's even a report in 1952. So, you know, not, not just that 70 years ago, but more recent than, you know, that'd still be 114 years later after the article. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, this uh, fisherman said he caught this big 10 foot, 200 pound bass. And then after that, nobody else saw the monster. So maybe some people are thinking that is just a huge bass. I, I personally don't think so. I think there's a huge ass monster because Nessie. Yeah. You know, there's a Nessie. There, there can be a devil monster in Lake Manitow. Yes. By the way, I told Jody I got like 10 pages of notes, but I've already scrolled through quite a bit because what I didn't realize is that I hadn't cleaned these up. There's a lot of repetition. <laughs> <laughs> already ready for the green clawed monster. Green clawed monster. Okay. In 1955, two women swimming in the Ohio River near Evansville, Indiana, reported oh. a terrifying incident involving an unknown creature. One of them was floating on a raft, and a green, hairy, clawed hand grabbed her leg, pulling her underwater. She escaped, but a green handprint reportedly remained on her leg for days. The fact that this incident occurred shortly after the, the release of the creature from the Black Ragoon movie is surely pure coincidental. Yeah. I never have finished watching that movie. I don't think I ever started it. I started it. You know, I, I love I love the Universal Frankenstein and Dracula movies. Uh, the Mummy. The, at least the first one with Boris Karloff was really good. But the, when they started getting into the 50s and the, you know, like the creature from the Black Lagoon, I just didn't, it just wasn't the same. I just never watched it because when I was young, it scared me. When I got older, it looked dumb. <laughs> or not dumb, cheesy. But yeah, it wasn't, wasn't trying to be cheesy. Cheesy movies that know they're cheesy and lean into it to try to be good are cool. Oh, yeah. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> Next, we have the Mill Race Monster. Two reports of this cryptid came on the same day, November 1st, 1974. 
Four women said they encountered a green, hairy, and large monster in the park at about 3 p.m. And about 11.45 p.m., two other women reported a similar beast jumped on the hood of their car, leaving scratch marks in the paint. Where was this? Mill Race. There's a Mill Race station in Columbus, Indiana. It could be. I mean, it's at the park, and there's a Mill Race park there in Columbus. Okay. I've gone hiking there, in fact. Oh, yes, Mill Race Park. It's currently busier than usual. Well, you know, it's nice outside. <laughs> it wasn't a bad little two-mile hike, mile up, mile back. Then got a beer okay. at the Upland Columbus location that's right there. Nice. All right. Now, the next one, I actually know where this town is. Okay. Oxford, Indiana, just a little bit past Lafayette towards the Chicago Way, which, you know, if you know Indiana, Lafayette would be just a bit northwest of Indianapolis. Yep. Don't go near the graveyard west of Oxford, Indiana. A monstrous snake, 15 foot long and as large in circumference as a good sized stovepipe with eyes of fire, adorned with horns, underneath fully 10 inches long, lurks among the graves, according to a September 1889 report in the Lafayette Courier. Snake was said to feed on the corpses in the cemetery, so it must be a ghoul snake. Is that the Oxford Community Mausoleum? I don't know. Is it west? It is. Sure, then. Let's go with that. Yeah, it's uh, west on State Road 352. I think it's State Road. Maybe not. Yeah, it's just just right outside of town on the west side. We should go there and try to find... Well, when I say we should go to this graveyard and try to find a snake, I, I just mean the cryptid. I don't. I still don't want to have no Willy Wonderland going on. It's a Nicolas Cage movie, man. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I've not seen it, though, either, so I don't know what to say about it. <laughs> I, I looked it up. <laughs> As you're talking it was cheesy it's still a hard like, pass <laughs> like craft mac and cheese it was the cheesiest all right i'm moving on <laughs> okay you better because i was about to tell you something about mac and cheese but go ahead the next one is the pug widgie the pug widgie is that like some sort of dog no who's your cryptid list would be complete without madison county's own mysterious pug widgie tales of these tiny troll-like creatures date back into native american folklore they stand about two to three foot tall with rounded white faces and dull blonde hair. Oh, that's me. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, how tall are they? Well, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm twice as tall. They're like a halfling me. <laughs> yes, okay. Two to three foot tall, rounded white faces and dull blonde hair, and they're said to inhabit Mounds State Park in the areas near the right White River. Uh, Mounds, by the way, is near Anderson, Indiana, which is just a bit northeast of Indianapolis. I've gone hiking there. <laughs> like dozens of times okay i mean with little magical powers and a penchant for playing tricks the little wild men of the forest believed to be mostly peaceful and supposedly even traded with local indigenous communities back in the day they uh they can be lured out with cookies and, uh, and uh, all the times i've been there i've never seen one but it is the only place i've ever seen uh, all black squirrels in indiana that's cool yeah, yeah I'm so, sure they, there are they, so they're two and a half to three feet tall Two to three foot tall. And can be lured out with sweets. Yep, blonde hair. So they are hobbits. They're hobbits. <laughs> and check this out. The term Pugwidgie translates into small wild man of the woods who vanishes. <laughs> They're hobbits. Yep, we all know hobbits vanish quickly from the big people. Yes. No, I, never mind. That, that, that's a tangent. I won't go into it. <laughs> well, if you do, let me finish this and then you can do it between. Okay. Uh, but yeah, the... Uh, 
Wampanoag people describe them as being friendly tricksters, you know, so Pippin and Mary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, you don't have to really fear anything, even though it probably would be a little, little spooky. Uh huh. But that's, uh, that's what I have on that. Okay. All right. While most Bigfoot reports come out of the country's northwest corner, which, of course, we have talked about in the previous episode, so you should go read that one. Read yes. that one. Listen to that one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's sad was I agreed with you when you said read that one. <laughs> <laughs> but there is, according to a newspaper, tells of a four-foot-tall wild child covered in light brown hair running along the hills in Michigan City, Indiana. Didn't we go to school with them? Uh, well... Yeah, I think they I, I, were those the ones that flunked out at 15 or the ones that kept going, hoping they'd be there at 21, but got kicked out when they're 20. Yes. OK, <laughs> uh, but then another one was seen by 300 people, says a posse of 300. I don't know who they're chasing, but regardless, saw them in June of 1816, Carroll County. And then huh. 1937, an animal described as a monster, hairy ape, a giant sloth and a cross between a sloth and an ape was believed to be stalking the Boonville area. And the Boonville area is down uh, near Evansville, the, the very southwest quarter. Okay. I, I know that because of, of various things. Yeah. But modern Michi- day... Michigan City is up at the north. By, north by Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, yep. All over the damn place. I would say where's Carroll County because I'm not familiar with that one. I don't know. That one I don't know. Oh, fuck, you're going to make me look that up. I'm not making you. You can do it if you want. <laughs> anyway, modern day, while you're looking it up, modern day reports still persist, especially in the areas near a Crossley State Fish and Wildlife Area where they see the Crossley Monster, an eight-foot-tall, hairy, bipedal creature whose hideous howls, which we talked about in the Bigfoot thing, will stop you in your tracks. So, yeah, I guess knowing where the Crossley State thing would, would help, because I wonder if that is close to where, where we've talked about. That'd yeah. be quite interesting because, yeah, we talked about Park Vermilion County. And we talked about it making all sorts of vicious, shrieky sounds and all sorts of neat things. Ah, that's uh, uh, oh, that's down towards uh, the south part, getting uh, getting close down to Louisville and, and the Madison area. Huh. Where's that? Where's that? Crossley Fish okay. and Wildlife Area. Okay. Yeah, because uh, Carroll County is up by Lafayette. Wow, man, I just they travel all over the damn place. Yeah. So there's the Crossley Monster, but they're, these little wild childs are all over Indiana. Yeah. Gracious. Oof. And you said the earliest one was 1816? Uh, or was it 18... 18... 1860, I see 1839, I see 1830. And it looks like 1839 might be the earliest okay. I could find. Okay. You said 18-something that sounded like 16. That might have been like 63 or something. I did say 1860. 1860. Okay. So that's where I was confusing 60 and 16. Ah. And 1816, we took a little trip down what? the river to see the wild child across the something. <laughs> okay. Had a big miss. I'm done. Okay. Should I move on? Move on. <laughs> Moving? Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to keep that going. <laughs> it's another tangent. Move on. Sometimes near Camp, Camp Louis, Ernst and DuPont, Indiana, Boy Scouts in the 1960s and 1970s would take younger scouts out to the edge of the camp to look for a creature called the Gully Wampus. And those I think I've heard the, of that. 
Well, I know gully wumps is what some people call those big mosquito-y looking things, but this, this, according to an IU student's 1977 interview with the former camper who experienced the gully wumpus in 1968, uh, sorry, 63, it was a large hairy creature that will get you if you don't watch out. And they say that it's lived in the camp since 1920s, appearing on moonlit winter nights with flashing red eyes in the middle of its head. Ooh, it would tear up trees, throw boulders, make moaning noises, and grab and shake unwary hikers. The practice of tricking younger scouts is akin to snipe hunting, which is where you send people out who don't know there's no such thing as, well, there actually are snipes, but when you go snipe hunting, they're probably being lied to and yeah, don't do it. But that's, that's, that's the gully wampus. Uh, cool. Next one. To, I'm assuming you're ready. Yes, because I'm, otherwise I'm going to talk about what I just looked up on Snipes. The cable line monster. <laughs> <laughs> Man was driving home one night on cable line, which is must, must be a road. Oh, here we go. Yeah. In Elkhart, Indiana. And he oh, saw. Something. Okay. That's, that's the North end. Yeah. yeah. It's the North end. <laughs> that's the Northern part of Indiana. <laughs> and he saw something and it scared him. He hit something and flew out of his car, hit a tree with his body, and it left the impression on his face and body in the tree. So now whenever you drive by this tree on the corner of 26 and 11, you can see this body in the tree, and the thing that he saw was the cable line monster. Ooh. First shared with an IU student, 1978, by 19-year-old former resident of Cable Line Road, the monster, depending on who you ask, either caused the fatal accident or stole the body of the victim. Elkhart mm. residents say the monster lives, lives near the tree, and if you drive past the scene of the accident, your car will rattle and shake. Or and you it, could just need an alignment check. Or that part of road needs leveled off. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Indiana. I guarantee you that part of the road needs leveled <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there are stories about who actually died in the crash, whether it's a young couple coming home or a boy who fell asleep at the wheel or a motorcyclist going too fast or father and son distracted by the monster, whatever. Whoever it was that met their end also says their spirit sometimes appears around the tree. And if you shine your headlights on the tree, you can clearly see the imprint of their body and face. Yeah. And uh, local residents also talk about lights flickering on and off. And phone calls with no one on the other end. I've done. I mean, I've had that happen. But that, that's that's a, that's a, that's the uh, as the cable cable line monster. Cool. Yeah, it seems to seems to be both like some sort of Bigfoot thing and also ghostly ghost like things. <laughs> that's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is. The Pike County Monster. Ooh. Here's a quote. Well, oh. son, I never actually saw the thing myself, but I heard it scream. It sounded like nothing I'd ever heard before. Kind of like a, oh, yeah, like that. Ooh, okay. shit. <laughs> kind of like a woman screaming or Jody, because it's the same thing. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. <laughs> let me let me check. Nope, definitely not. <laughs> uh, don't worry, I'm not knocking women. They're way more macho than you. <laughs> <laughs> true <laughs> and i'm fine with that so fuck off <laughs> later when i went out for the water i seen where ben out in the pond drinking because it left big prints in the mud hmm. yep and evidently this pike county monster is around petersburg indiana and a haunt strip pits strip mining sites near town and figure is half man half ape 
12 foot tall, footprints twice the size of a man's shoe, has glowing eyes, and dogs would bark when the creature's nearby, which is nothing really because my dog barks at everything, no matter who's by. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> yes, yes, your dog does. Especially hairy things, like like friends who come over and hang out. <laughs> yeah, this description comes from a 93-year-old Petersburg resident who shared a story with an IU student in 1973. And evidently, other reports of the creature's color vary because there are other recordings that the student did. So people might be suggesting that there are multiple creatures who have lived in the area over the years. And they, they say that it appears a little more often in the weeks of the late summer and early fall. Yeah, and, I, and some people are confusing it with Bigfoot and Wendigo, but we know it ain't the Wendigo. No. Go back and listen to that episode. Yes. There's my drink for referencing or Wendigo episode. <laughs> I would have to pour a new glass i think i only have one more i think i've only had a, i think i've had enough <laughs> i think so too since i just heard <laughs> peter brady going through puberty right <laughs> <laughs> <One> more change <laughs> okay last one is the beast of busco 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 where the fuck is that <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's in indiana it's in indiana I but I'll, I'll actually i'll tell you the, the town here i'll tell you the town and i'll read the stuff while you're looking it up okay is in i just went through here holy shit cherubusco when when we went up and did some uh canoe challenge at a state park we went through that town it's, how do you spell uh, that it's, it's by fort wayne cherubusco is c-h-u-r-u-b-u-s-c-o you know, so, so the last part, the Busco, the Beast of Busco. Churubusco. Ah, actually a quaint little town. They have Turtle Days Festival. They do, and they have little statues of turtles up all over the place. Cool. Neat. For some reason, their McDonald's is highlighted on my map. Your, your maps love McDonald's and fast food places. Apparently. But here's a quote told <laughs> to an IU student in 1973 when he's researching, or she, I guess. Uh-huh. Uh, Okay, yeah, I used to do the 1973 who's researching the Beast of Busco, and the quote goes, In my mind, Oscar is the ninth wonder of the world, the Loch Ness Monster being the eighth. In a way, I'm glad Oscar was never captured. If, in fact, he does or did exist, people shouldn't take his freedom away just because he's unique. Who knows? Oscar just may show his face one day. Cool. And you want to know what Oscar is? Um, is he a lake monster? He's a giant turtle. Oh! Hits well, the turtle days. That, okay, and and it's not too far from Blue Lake. Oh, there's all sorts of lakes up there. I, I, the state park that's just past there is called Chain of Lakes. Yeah, Chain of Lakes State Park. There it is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there are a lot of lakes up there. Wow. Yeah, but anyway, in, in Cherubusco, Indiana, in the spring of 1949, Gail Harris saw a giant turtle that was the size of a large dinner table in Falk Pond on his farm. So there you go. If you could find F-U-L-K fuck that's a big turtle that's <laughs> a that's a that's a turtle um oh, chances are ponds are not going to be labeled <laughs> but this pond was named after its previous owner oscar folk so the turtle was given the name oscar cool and after harris's first sighting he tried to capture oscar drawing curious onlookers from across the state but he's plagued by bad luck even attempted to drain the lake but in the process got appendicitis and could not continue good 
the Nokia, and then he tried to, to uh, get a diving suit, but the plans were ruined when the helmet leaked. And a lot, so, of, a lot of coincidences here. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or bad. Uh, never mind. Yeah, juju. <laughs> yeah. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of, oh, I could have done it if this hadn't happened. Really? Are uh-huh. you sure you didn't sabotage yourself? <laughs> or, or maybe just completely full of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they, Sorry. they, somebody got a water weasel and saw the claim what they saw was a turtle moving under the ice when it was frozen over, but no official sighting besides Harris's was ever documented. You get people traveling up to the farm, hoping to catch a glimpse. And some reports even suggested the Cincinnati zoo asked to take Oscar if they could get him. But the zoo of course denies this. Uh-huh. Even the Indiana society for the protection of cruelty to animals got involved stating that Oscar should not be harpooned. Why would you harpoon a turtle? Uh, well, they make good eating. I've had turtle soup. It's good stuff. Man, I tell you, family captured a snapping turtle when I was a kid. Those mother bastards are vicious as all crap <laughs> and impossible to kill. I don't know what you'd, you'd have to get a bazooka to break open a dinner-sized table turtle shell. <laughs> no shit. Uh, so anyway, Harris eventually spent so much time and money that he lost his farm. But... His search made news across the country and the state. Of course, if it makes it across the country, it makes it across the state. Nice, nice right in there. Uh, Oscar was never found, but <laughs> Cherubusco instituted an annual celebration called Turtle Day and has renamed itself Turtle Town, Indiana. Cool. And then, then there are a couple little other things. Like there's an $1,800 reward for Capture the Beast at one time. And March 1949, Columbia City Commercial Mail demanded a hunt, running headlines like, 500 pound turtle would make lots of good turtle soup Thank you know you, you keep talking about turtle soup that reminds me of a cartoon in playboy <laughs> of a of a turtle and they there was a witch with her cauldron boiling and the turtle's looking at her he's he's sitting like you know sitting like a human and he's got his his front legs he's i guess you know what would be hands over his what would be his crotch <laughs> oh yeah well maybe not everybody likes turtle dick soup sorry (laughs) keep talking about turtles and turtle soup and that just reminded me of that cartoon (laughs) all right then (laughs) (laughs) only thing i think of besides turtle soup in general is when i hear the word turtle is when you have to uh, drop a deuce real bad and you're turtling because (laughs) oh yeah i understand that (laughs) i understand that i got that reference (laughs) i understood that reference good job cap yeah but guess what? I played through all 11. <laughs> really? Yep, as 11. I was not keeping track. Once I realized half of the, what I had in there was repeats of what I already talked about, it went by quick. <laughs> <laughs> that is episode on Indiana cryptids. All right. If you're wondering why I'm talking like this, I don't know, except I'm doing some weird combination between Alice's restaurant and talking like an Indiana Hilljack. <laughs> that's it. I, that's what I have. All right. Do you have anything to add or ask or comment on, my good sir? Not as it relates to Indiana cryptids. So we should finish the episode. Yes, otherwise we'll wind up on a tangent. Well, we can't be having that. We'd never do that. <laughs> All right, then. Yeah, go check out some Mud Mermaids or Oscar the Huge-Ass Turtle. Yeah. <laughs> Oscar the huge ass turtle. <laughs> <laughs> then rate us, review us, don't report us. 
and uh, yeah, shares. I was going to ask if you have anything else, but I'm afraid to now. So instead, uh, yeah, I'm going to say I'm Pugwidgey James. I'm yeah, I'm Jody. On that note, I'm James. I'm Jody, <laughs> and we'll talk to y'all later. Bye. The Macabre Manor is brought to you by the Twin Terrors. All rights reserved. Stay tuned for some fun outtakes. I like big bass, and I cannot. Oh, never mind. <laughs> the other cryptids can't deny. <laughs> and the sea monster walks in with an itty bitty fin. <laughs> Sounds good. I was going to say something about the, the beast with two Jody backs. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Nobody wants a Jody Oreo. <laughs> No.